I was heading over to the North Shore on Sunday morning in the never-ending search for the perfect intergenerational home. And as I was driving around the back streets to get onto the motorway, I thought, how lovely to see so many families out cycling. There seemed to be far more than usual. Mum, Dad, little kids wobbling along on bikes, babies strapped to little seats in the back. And it was a little irritating, you know, doing 5Ks as you watch the little one sort of being taught by mum and dad how to stay on the left and stay safe and keep an eye out for what's around you. But, you know, they were having a lovely time and you have to learn somehow and what better time to do it on the Sunday morning. But then, as I got closer to the on-ramp, which was near Point Erin Park, if you know Auckland, there were hundreds of them. Like, there weren't just little family groups out. There were, well, what seemed like thousands of the hooers coming from everywhere. If you've seen the mice in Australia, you know, the hordes of mice sweeping through the farms, if you can imagine mice in lycra and on bikes, that's what they looked like. The swarm of them heading towards the park from every street and every road. Good Lord, I thought. There must be a marathon or a, you know, a bike event, fun family Sunday morning event. I had to wait while a policeman directed traffic. There were just probably 70 or 80 cyclists who swarmed across the road and then headed up to Point Erin. And about four or five minutes later, I was waved through and allowed to drive onto the Curran Road on ramp and onto the Harbour Bridge. Well, lucky I wasn't 10 minutes later setting off. Had that been so, I would not have been able to make the appointment because the cyclists, whipped up by that perennial spinning wheeler, Julianne Genta, went from a lawful rally at Point Erin Park to a law-breaking ride across the Harbour Bridge, backing up traffic for hours on State Highway 1. The Liberate the Lane group held a rally at Point Erin Park, calling for a three-month cycle lane trial on the Harbour Bridge. All well and good. Hold your little rally. Demand your demands. You know, Spout your smug, sanctimonious tosh about how, you know, you are single-handedly saving the planet by biking to and from work. When the protest finished, however, that's where I draw the line. Cyclists made their way down to the bridge and were met by a row of police officers. And then 1,500 of them just forced their way through, through the barriers, past the police and onto the bridge. I have no problem with cycling proponents wanting a way to get from North Shore City to Auckland City. I mean, if our family ends up buying a house over there, I might have actually used it, perhaps. But right now, I don't feel like ever again being supportive of cyclists or cycling lanes. There is absolutely no difference between these law-breaking, entitled, demanding gits and the law-breaking, entitled gits on motorbikes who take over the roads and the highways when they feel like it. Other than the fact that the motorcyclists actually pay to be on the road and the cyclists don't. With all the immature reasoning and rationale of four-year-olds, the cyclists took over the bridge because they want something. And they want it right now, this minute. And if they can't have it, well, then they're going to have a tantrum and everyone's going to pay. Bike Auckland Chair Barb Cuthbert addressed the protesters after they returned from the bridge crossing. Oh, how did you like our lane? 
I bet they were ever so thrilled with their smug, lycra-clad moment of daring do and bravery in taking on the police. I betcha, later that night, sitting around Auckland's leafy suburbs, those with a median house price of around about $3 million, they would have sipped their Chardonnay or their Pinot Noir, or for the younger ones, kombucha, and thrilled to the excitement of retelling the story of the day they took over the Harbour Bridge, a story that will be told and retold in years to come as they push the gourmet sausages on the barbecue at the beach pad in Omaha. Oh, they won't have cycled to the beach pad in Omaha because how would they get the toys up there and the faro hampers and the wines if they cycled to Omaha? But by crikey, the grandkids will know and their kids will know too of the day their courageous forebears stood up for something they believed in. They took on the authorities and they won.